Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Welcome. If you're new to the podcast, really happy to have you here. And if you've been to the podcast before, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about unpacking your emails one thing at a time. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help professionals become clear and concise communicators. And the point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you and your ideas stand out in an age of information overload. So we talk about a lot of different topics that you face every day. And one of them is email. I personally don't like reading and responding to emails. It's just not the highlight of my day. It's just something that I have to do, but I don't like doing. So what we're going to talk about today is how do we unpack an email? And really the theme here is, the main point is, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. You know, the, the, the research on emails is, is pretty daunting. How much we get, how many emails we get, how much time we spend them. You know, at work, people on average spend about a third of their day on email. Um, research, 71% of people admit that they don't read company email or announcements. They just delete them or ignore them. Um, half of people delete emails within two seconds of opening it. Okay. So this is becoming an issue where email, we did our annual report this year, where emails becoming noise, officially noise, where people treat it as noise. But it's such an important part of how we communicate because we talk to people in email. We don't pick up the phone and call people as a matter of habit like we did a decade ago or 20 years ago. Email is the way we communicate with people. Well, if people, if the average open rate for email in North America is 34%, you're saying that two, almost two-thirds of emails aren't even opened. They're just ignored. So why are we tackling this today? We're tackling this because people freeze up when you give them a, an email with a long list of things to do. Hence, one thing at a time. So what I want to focus your attention on right now is how to, how, to, how to develop and deliver an email that gets easily opened and replied to. And I'm going to share with you a story that happened to me recently with, with one of my coworkers at, at, at the Brief Lab. So there was an email being sent out to um, one of our clients. Um, actually, it was one of our advisors. And the person on our team had sent the email, and a number of weeks had gone by, and there was no reply. So I checked back with this person at work, and I said, hey, we're, you know, why haven't you heard back? And he's like, I haven't heard back. I haven't, this person hadn't, hasn't responded to, to the email. And it's kind of surprised me because I know this person. He's, he's an advisor to me and to our company. So it would surprise me that one of our teammates would send him an email and he just wouldn't reply at all. So I asked to see the email. It was really interesting to see what happened. So he printed out the email. I looked at it. And I, for that moment, pretended like I was receiving it. And within, I would say, 20 or 30 seconds, I just stopped reading it. And I said, there's no way he's going to respond to this email. You're asking him to do too many things. It was a list of five or six things that were 
that this person needed to respond to that were all different. It was a summary of a meeting and there were all these different requests and they were all packed into one email. Well, it wasn't easy for the person to respond to and he got frozen. I'm sure he was just frozen. It happens to me all the time. I get emails and you open them up. First of all, you don't even want to open them up, but you open them up and you look at it and you start to read it and the sender is putting too many things in the email for you, for you to respond to. So we did research about this a few years ago and it was about the response rates for emails that, are, that the reader thinks are too long or too complicated. We found that nearly 60% of people in those instances delete or delay the response. Why? They can't answer it because there's too many answers. So in their mind, they're saying, I can't do this. I mean, look at their environment. They're getting 50 to 100 emails a day. They're, they're, it's an avalanche of information. They're, 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 they're frozen. They're stuck in their inbox. They're spending a third of their day in their inbox. They're on their phone. They're like getting this email and saying, how do I respond to this? Which one do I respond to? And in that moment, they mark it as unread or they delay it. So in this particular instance, that's what happened. How do I know that? Because a few weeks ago, I had coffee with this advisory board member and we sat and talked and we talked about the email. I was just, I, I kind of apologized. It wasn't a big deal, but I just said, hey, I, you know, we sent this email to you and we probably should have sent you multiple emails, which is the point of this podcast one thing at a time send even though you're adding to the emails of his inbox you're making his life easier and he nodded his head and he laughed and he says i've been really busy and i apologize and, but it wasn't his fault we could have done a better job of teeing up one thing at a time and that's really what what what, what i want you to think about you when you get emails like this what the person thinks is that they're compiling summarizing putting it all into one email, but what it's doing to the reader is it's making it almost impossible to respond to, which is not okay. You have to be better. We have to be better. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. People freeze up when you give them lists. They're not going to reply. Um, think about it. You're not, you're, you're the same way in the, in the moment you're like, okay, I'll just try to do this tomorrow or later. And you, and later be, tomorrow becomes the next day becomes the next day. And in this particular case, it never got replied to and we had to break it up into little things. And then the surprise, surprise, he started replying. Okay. So how do you unpack your emails? How do you make them easier to reply to? Well, here's some things to think about. And these, this is based on my experience in spending a lot of time in my inbox. This is based on my experience in teaching courses on concise communications at the Brief Lab. We have a brief writing course and we have it's called Brief 102, and then we have a, an advanced writing course, which is around, a lot of it's around how do you think in terms of the recipient of the email, and how do you make emails easier to reply to. A lot of it's based on my experience working with my executive assistant, my admin, Angela, who's amazing in the way she and I have worked with, with, worked with each other over the years. She is a master at sending emails that, are, that do this. When I open her emails, I, it, it's very easy to reply to them. She's thinking in terms of how I live my day, and i got a million things 
to do and she gives me emails that are super easy to respond to. Well, here's some of the tricks that I've learned, quite honestly, from her. Um, write all of your emails, and all of these points are, write all of your emails like the person you're sending to, like the person you're sending them to is buried and super busy. Super busy. So think your email is in this inbox and it's buried and this person's got so much to do. What are they going to do when you're when they open your email? Is it going to be looked at as easy or difficult? There's an instantaneous decision. Okay? Like that research that we cited earlier, I, I cited earlier, over 50% of people who get emails delete them within the first two seconds. Well, if they don't delete them, they may delay it. So how do you stop that? First, you have to have a strong subject line. Okay, strong subject lines make e emails much easier to open because it's the invitation we talk about in our courses all the time. Speak in a headline. In the military, the bottom line up front. Take a minute to tell me in the subject line what the email's about. Don't wait for that to be in the email. State it in the subject line. It takes you a little bit more time but it's gonna make it easier for me, for the recipient. So first and foremost, strong headline, strong sub subject line. Like we always talk about in our courses, eight words or less, get me interested, tell me what the email's about. Don't be shy, tell me what it's about, okay? Second thing, use bullets and white space in an email. When you, we call this scanning and skimming, so if we're trying to unpack the email, don't pack it like a snowball or pack it with all this information. Break it up. Create some bullet points. Create some white space. So when I look at it without even reading it, my mind is saying, this has been formatted to make it easier for me. Okay? Very important. Block paragraphs, probably going to have a hard time reading it. White space and bullets, a lot easier. Third thing. Trim, trim, trim. Before you send an important email, I would even suggest printing it out, grabbing a red pen. I'm a firm believer in having a box of them at your desk. Take the email and cut out all the needless words in the email that are just going to slow me down. There's plenty of room for improvement in anything I've ever written. You can always get better at being brief, so just trim it out. Cut out the useless words. Make it really tight, easy to read. Read it out loud. Okay? And then finally, at the end of the email, make it really clear to the recipient, what do you want me to do? If, the answer, if, if, if what you're asking for me to, is to say, please say yes or no, or give me, but be very explicit about what you want the call to action to be. What kills people in email certainly is when they're asking for five things and I've got to respond to five different things. Don't do that. But give me one thing in a very clear, easy to understand way to reply. When that happens, and this is, I'm going to go back to Angela, when we get, when we correspond with each other in emails, I can do that. I, I read it. I understand it. I know what she's asking me to do. And then I reply. And we have very quick back and forth replies and it's super efficient the way we do it. So those are some some suggestions about um, how to handle this. This is, um, for, for many people, this is a never-ending game 
they're always going to be in their inbox. You're, you are going to be in their inbox. You want to train them to open and read and reply to your emails when they're opening and deleting everybody else's or delaying everybody else's. We have to recognize that it's tiring for people to do this. It's exhausting. So you're going to do a little bit more work on your end to make it easier for them. Um, we're going to make it clear, less confusing. So read it out loud so that it makes sense what you're asking them to do or what you're saying. Um, and make it shorter. This takes time out of everybody's day. So we don't want it to be so time consuming. So when we're sending it, we want to be the ones that, that stand out. It's something to think about, okay? So just when you think about sending an email, don't ask people to do three, four, five things. One thing at a time. And if somebody loads up on you in this way, reply to them with these words. One thing at a time. Just saying.